Aura, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts, Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello, Chris. Hi, Mark. How are you on this wonderful Friday evening? Um, I'm okay. Okay, okay. Well, How feel that yourself? energy, listeners. Feel that energy. Yeah, I, it's, it's a Friday. Um... Had a good meal with my wife. Oh, cool. Nice. We have Fridays are semi-date nights. The kids go to a, a youth group type thing. Course, so yeah, the kids so went to a motel. <laughs> no. Should be a way uh, around. So we get 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's just too many jokes there. I'm not going to do any of them. <laughs> to have dinner and conversation. How about you, Chris? How do you keep the love alive? <laughs> Um, I sit in a room away from my wife and do a podcast with you, mate. That's what that's what <laughs> appears to be the thing. Absence makes the heart grows heart grows fonder. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So, welcome, listeners. This is episode thirty-three of the Geodurable Podcast, the world's number one New Zealand GIS podcast. Good description. We need to nail that down. I think. Do we? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we talk about all things spatial, we talk about uh, GIS, we talk about New Zealand, we talk about the world. Um, yeah. And, and today, a special episode, because we talk about politics. Because um, Yeah. New uh, Zealand's going through a change, maybe a change? A, polit- a political process. Anyway. Well, we have an election, right? Yeah. Coming. So, was it three weeks away? Yeah, it is. Hmm. So, um, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't listen to this podcast expecting to be told who to vote for. No, no, not at all. Um, I and, and I think it's a good point, uh, just at this this junction, to 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 mention that uh, the views are strictly uh, our own views uh, in this podcast, and occasionally, in this case, quite often um, satirical. Satirical, indeed. <laughs> um, and I, I'm wondering if there's another disclaimer we should put for the electoral commission, so they don't prosecute us for something. Um, but anyway, we'll just try and be careful. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, but what we really need is sponsors. <laughs> That's completely unrelated to uh, to the political po- movements at the moment. I don't know. I think we could get sponsored by one of the political parties. We just have to change messages a little bit, you know. Mm. Vote, <laughs> vote these people or those people. So if, yeah. if we'd done even more prep, I mean, we have done prep for this. Yeah, we, we could we could come up with a bunch of ads. We could, couldn't we? Taglines. Um, yeah, that reflect the podcast as directed by its sponsors anyway you know our uh, intro music has run out and that's a really good sign that we should go on with the news mark right let's do the news spatial news now chris start spreading the news oh okay well um because we like to start news uh, close to home, we're jumping all the way to New York to talk about this story. Hence why I was quoting New York, New York. Were you? Start spreading the news. Oh, yeah. I'm leaving today. Yeah. I'm going to make a brand oh. new start of it. Now oh. I feel pretty stupid, actually. Yeah. Well. Mm. Anyway, so nobody knows uh, what lies beneath New York City. Is that altogether surprising, not? I'm just trying to think where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live. Is that New York? I think they're fictional characters, Mark. Well, they are. I realise that, Chris. But is that New York? I'm going to have to Google that. Tell us, Chris, what's underneath New York? 
Well, I think this is one of these uh, these fantastic stories, and I guess it's not just um, it's not just New York, but New York are uh, uh, you know coming to the point where they've understood that they don't know what's been underneath uh, New York. It's been built upon built upon built. You know, loads of things under there, um, and when they uh, when they go back at you know look at the various different map layers, they're finding that there's this this complete mess um, above uh, below uh, below the city. Well, yeah, so lots of organisations have lots of. Um information but it isn't very coherent uh no and and i think in new york or in america at least it's it's more likely to be the case because you have so many different uh you know groups involved uh in in, i guess infrastructure yeah and the teenage mutant ninja turtles do live in new york um so there's an interesting article um about the project to try and pull all that data together because you know we have problems with contractors digging up the same road three times yep um new york has much much bigger problems so six thousand miles of tar seal 500 miles of underground subway uh, and copious thousands of miles of water lines sewer and gas and i think um this the story references um the, the flooding they had a number of years back uh, I'm trying to remember which uh, when it was but um, oh back in 2010 I think it was and they were saying that, uh, the quote here we were churning out maps like crazy something like 3,000 in 6 weeks that uh, was a real watershed moment for GIS you can just imagine <laughs> you know um, I'm not sure if I've, if I've churned out 3,000 maps in my life uh, but you know you, 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 can, you can just imagine how difficult that must be um, you know. yeah yeah so strikes on underground infrastructure cost 300 million a year wow um so yeah they're trying to piece it all together uh good on them i I think it's one of these stories that you know you think your problems are bad you read this and you just think oh yeah (laughs) um but i mean that's why it's such a good read actually i think it puts it all you know puts a lot in perspective but yeah i I, I don't know i i I look at these stories and sometimes i kind of think oh my god you know I, i couldn't possibly imagine being in this situation and then I'll look at the same story and be, become very envious can you imagine if you do manage to sort it how amazing that would be yeah it would be it does remind me of a story when I worked at the council about the uh, IT manager th- uh, internet cable being thrusted through with a water manager's water pipe <laughs> fantastic <laughs> they're both of the middle on the street going you hit my pipe and the other one went your pipe's not meant to be there. <laughs> oh, fantastic little anecdote, Mark. Very good. Yes. So, yeah, we'll post a link to that. Have a read and uh, just be glad. Where are we going to post it, Mark? We should, we should do that little link now. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you can catch it on Twitter, My G Adorable, or you can read it on Facebook. Uh, just search for G Adorable, or you could email us, uh, geodorable at gmail, and we'll send you the link. Yeah, that's going to happen. Spatial news. Now, Mark, I know you're a very prolific user of ArcGIS Earth. Yes, you're I not. am. You're not. I'm not sure where you're going with this. No, and you're not. Because you're satirical. Nobody is. Or is that just my perception? I don't know. Uh, it, it's one of these these things that's almost passed me by. In fact, ArcGIS Earth. Um, but I I wouldn't know how to place it in the Arc family. Um, yeah, that's. A, I 
good question. I, I don't know where to put it either, actually. It, it seems to be that middle ground between Arceus and uh, Google, right? I mean, that's where it was built. But anyway, sure. the, sto- the, the, the news is that uh, version 1.6 has been released <laughs> recently. <laughs> and we're so excited. Um, we're going to tell you why you should be excited too. No, we're just doing this as a public services announcement, just All in right. case you're one of the few people to, uh, to use it. To use what, it. What I do find interesting about it is uh, how many 3D models it supports. So, you know, you can drop in 3DS, you can drop in Collada, you know, Autodesk, AutoCAD. Um, you know, there are so many that you can now just kind of drop in there and start building those models. So it's it's kind of, I don't know, much harder to do with Core as we kit, but ArcGIS does it pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're doing 3D stuff and you're not using Pro because it keeps crashing on you, um, then maybe try Earth. Yeah, you know, I would love to hear from people who are using Earth and, uh, you know, um, using it for something. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, you know, who in New Zealand is using Arceus Earth uh, and uh, what are they using it for? Write in, I, let us know. I'd also like to know your, your experience when you're having a cup of coffee in the Smoko room. And you go, hey, uh, new ArcGIS Earth has been released. And just watch everyone's face. Well, it's tumbleweed rolls through. Pretty much. Mm. Anyway, ArcGIS Earth 1.6. Give it a go. I'm I'm actually kind of tempted to... Yeah, have a look. Hmm. Spatial news. Now, Chris, we were so caught up with our own local conference. We missed an international conference. We did, so... Uh, Shame on us. I know. Uh, so, I haven't worked out that, how to pronounce this, but Phosphor-G, I guess. Phosphor-G. Phosphor-G 2017 in Boston. Yeah. Um, and for those not knowing immediately what Phosphor-G stands for, uh, it's the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, free and open source software for geospatial conference. Yes. Um, surprisingly attended a lot by Kato DB, or Kato. Well, you look at the, um, uh, the gold sponsors, uh, you've got... Yeah. Uh, They're not actually free and open, but... Well, um, okay. You've got oh, Platinum Digital Globe, you've got Gold, Fulcrum, GIS Cloud, Google, Boundless, Geocat, uh, OSGeo. Um, yeah. Silver, Cesium, one of your favourites, Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. A few others in there as well, Carto. Um, and, of course, uh, Silver, Esri. Esri were there as well. Of course. Yeah. Um, so what could we tell you what happened at Phosphor G, Chris? Oh, thanks, Mark. Um, um, well, I didn't attend. Me neither. Uh, um, but there's surprising when you look through it, there's a lot of comments and what have you. It's the same stuff that's happening in the Esri conference, or in terms of the Esri sphere. sphere. What's the unit? Okay, continue. As in 3D, a lot of focus on 3D... A lot of focus on web mapping. Did you not think? No, I do. I mean, I was, I was just thinking how server architecture, how different, uh, you know, it, it would be going to this kind of conference where um, yeah, you go to an Esri conference, everything's Esri, right? You go to one of these conferences and you have multiple different vendors, multiple different technologies. Uh, I think it'd be pretty exciting as it goes. Yeah, hmm. it would be. <laughs> Anyway, so next year is at, I did look, where's it at next year, Mark? Throwing it right back at you. Uh, it's uh, in, 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 oh, uh, 
Oh, I can't pronounce it now. Arkansas. No, it's... Arkansas. No, it's Daryl Salam. Daryl okay. Salam. Anyway, so book your tickets now. Yeah, it's worth... Well, I think it's worth following. Yeah, certainly. Spatial News. Uh, so this was a really interesting blog post that I saw. Uh, it was called Time Walk, Time Walked Cartography. Um, now, most people have seen a, uh, a, a drive time or a, uh, isochrome. You know, how far can I drive in this particular um, uh, time? Um, what they've done here is taken that isochrome and then used the isochrome to warp imagery. So what you end up with is a wonderfully warped kind of aerial image uh, based on a drive time or a walking time in this case. Um, so what he was trying to show you was how close, and this is it was based on Seattle, but how close were, were things in Seattle for, uh, I think it was a, a walk, wasn't it? In yeah, one. One, one, two and three hour walks. Now the interesting, and it goes through the process and it's, a, it's quite a nice, um, nice design. Yeah, I really like it. Um, but when you look at the perspective, it actually gives the impression of how far it is to walk from the centre. Yep. Which is the purpose, but it's achieved very well. I think it's definitely worth a look, um, and I think uh, I'd like to see something uh, like this done in New Zealand. It'd be, it'd be fun to try. It does make me wonder if Map Kiwi would do something like this. He might. So if he's listening, give it a go. There's yeah. really good instructions. Yeah. <laughs> Spatial news. Now, last week we talked about Governor O'Malley. Uh, yes, we did, I think. And oh, did we? No, no we didn't. The week, week before. before. He, he was uh, yeah, attending the conference, uh, and uh, he was interviewed by Catherine Ryan of um, RNZ Fame, Radio uh, New Zealand, Radio New Zealand for people outside New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, why are we bringing it up, Chris? I'd like to think we're bringing it up. Because listening to the interview, he does a really good ex- job of explaining to Catherine the benefits of spatial, because she obviously knows nothing, yet she's very intelligent. Much like us. Apart from the intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's worth a listen, because he, he presents it, going, well, this is what we did. And it's very much in the style he did at Ezra User Conference, but probably at a simpler level but able to take her through the spatial solutions that were delivered. Now, do you think if, you, you know, when people go, what do you do, and you kind of try and explain it, and they, you know, meh, they, they don't quite get it. Do you think if we just played them snippets from this, that it'd be a better way of uh, explaining it? So when you're in the lift, and yeah, someone yeah. says, oh, so what do you do? And you say, well, hang on. Don't no. ask me. I'm going to let um, Governor O'Malley, Martin O'Malley, uh, 2016 US presidential candidate explain and just press a soundbite do you think sure yeah um, you know anyone can actually stand to be a US presidential candidate only if they're in the US surely well yeah and they're a US citizen okay yes but anyway useful. anyway so it's worth a listen and uh, yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't be operating heavy equipment <laughs> okay listening to it fair enough um, but if you're doing the dishes Perfect. Um, yeah. Okay, and we'll uh, yeah we'll put a link out to that. <laughs> Spatial news. Now we've talked about emergencies before. 
We have. And there's currently, uh, well, the, the mop-up from um, Hurricane Harvey. Indeed, yeah, in, uh, in, in Texas. Yeah. Um, and so, not good at all. And But what, what we expected to see was a whole lot of maps and what have you, because we did some research about this. Yep. Um, and what we found was a whole lot of maps, but they were quite coordinated. And I think this was this was the thing that I don't know if the word surprised, but but you you kind of typed in Hurricane Harvey mapping, uh, and there was lots like and and it, and it was there, and you didn't have to search very hard. And in many cases, numerous different sources have been brought together. So I think there's the Hurricane Harvey um, maps and apps gallery, yeah, and and you've just got all of these uh, different maps, flood gauges, traffic, uh, imagery, yeah. and so and then- forth. All They're not all. Place. Well, so it's not trying to be one website with all these data no. feeds coming into it. No. It's it's specific web maps by different agencies, um, but it's a good place to go and find it. And as I said, we were just impressed that it was easy to find lots of information, and they led you from one map to another map. And I think if you compare, yeah this incident with you know incidents a few years ago it was never quite this easy uh, I, I was just struck by, by really the ease of getting to a map yeah um, so something to think about what I mean New Zealand's on a bit of a binge on um, what do you call it awareness or preparation yeah. yep um, but having sites that link to each other and easy to find great idea yeah it really was uh, is that news, Mark? I feel as though it probably it is. is. Unless you want to talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles some more. No, actually, the one news item that um, we failed to mention, which I actually found uh, quite funny, or at least a, uh, what should we say, um, a reason to be careful with your drone. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> this was brilliant. Have you got it open there, Mark? I have to admit, I haven't. No, I haven't either. Um, it's funny how we miss these things from the running sheets. Uh, um, but a young student, well, a young student, university student, uh, was flying his drone over some... He was flying his drone over the Hooker Falls. Hooker Falls, yeah. And he crashed it into the side of a cliff. So he went to retrieve it, uh, slipped and was left hanging for his life. <laughs> Which isn't funny. It's not funny, <laughs> but, but he was scared. He thought he, he was, was going to die and he was thinking about his parents. Yeah. Um, um, the, the falls in question are quite powerful. Oh, you would not want to be caught in yeah. there. But I think again, uh, it's a, it's a you know um, yes. Look after your drone. Look after yourself as well. Yeah, just be careful where you drone, people. It could have said it better myself, Mark. Um, so that is now officially the news. So it's trying to slow this thing down. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for the music to change. It's gone. Uh, now, topic of the week, Mark. Uh, we've thought long and hard about this topic, and uh, there is an election going on. Yes. And so uh, we thought it'd be quite interesting to um, get just a general poll about how uh, each political party, you know, regards geospatial. Well, well, you know, we go the extra mile to get the news and go in depth behind the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how did you get on phoning Bill English this week, Chris? Do you know he was he was busy? To be fair, right? Uh, there was okay. there was a That's couple a of things going on. He was on TV, quite a few radio shows. Um, I mentioned we were New Zealand's number one um, geospatial podcast. He went, "What spatial geo? What?" Anyway, uh, 
and he said he'd get back to me, and, I, and I'm sure he will uh, anytime soon. Uh, unfortunately, all the political parties were pretty much in that same boat. Um, yes. So yes, we thought we'd take a slightly different Some approach. parties were asking if, if it was taxable. <laughs> now, Mark, we've talked about this. <laughs> I didn't associate that with any parties. So um, what we're going to do, what we're going to do uh, is we're going to search uh, for three topics on each of the uh, the main political parties' websites and see what they've got. It's going to be as simple as that. We haven't done this before. We don't know what we're going to find. Uh, well, for no. all we know, okay. there's going to be nothing. Um, I was just going to ruin that for you. What? Well, I've searched open data, Chris. On what? On the National Party. Okay, okay, okay. The okay. Labour Party. Well, I'm just giving you time to go off and Google your stuff. No, no, I'm fine. I'm going to do it live. I'm not. I'm going to. I'm not going to yeah, ruin right. this for our listeners. But before we go any further, I do have to press the uh, the special jingle. Topic of the week. Okay, topic of the week. What do our pl- What can we find on the internet? On the, huh, what do we find on the political parties' websites about spatial stuff? So we've got three topics. We've got the words or the initials GIS. We have uh, the words uh, or the word spatial, uh, and then we also have uh, the term open data. Data. So we're going to search for each of those three topics and just see how many results we get. Because you know, if you're not quite sure how to vote for, you know, who to vote for. And I think this is as good as way as any, really, to, to make a decision. That's right. Don't worry about um, taxing or housing or, or the economy or, or the environment. None of that rubbish. No. We don't care. It's do they do they know about GIS? Do they know about spatial? Spatial. And and do they know about open data? So, um, wait, should we start with GIS, Mark? Because I know you've already looked up open data, and therefore that'd be too easy to do. So I'm, I'm going to go onto the national site and I'm going to search for GIS. Uh, there we go. And oh, no results, Mark. Right. Okay. That's um. That's not surprising, actually. Not really. if, I, if I was releasing um, political statements, I wouldn't put the word GIS in them. Well, well you know. Uh, now, let's. Uh, I've just jumped onto Labour's uh, website and I've searched for GIS, and we get one result. Now, um, it might not be the result we're looking for. Mark, can you guess uh, what it might be? Uh, let's see. I think you forgot to use quotes around GIS, and therefore it returned you part of a word. Oh, that's close. That, that that's true. Uh, regi- registration. No, uh, it of course referred to Gisborne. All right. Mm. Good old Gizzy, yeah, who's yeah. um, whose flight code is GIS. I know. Fantastic. Now, Mark, I know you're a, uh, a regular visitor to the New Zealand First website. So, would you would you like to? I only need to us? help out my mother-in-law. Would you like to search GIS for us, Mark? On New Zealand First. Yeah. Uh, yes, I've done that, Chris, and I have received zero results. <laughs> zero results. Fantastic. Um, this is going well. Well, uh, I'll just do the green site. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they're all about the environment, and they have twenty-seven. Oh, excellent. Um, so the first one is about grain importation standards. Which okay. <laughs> has the acronym JS from 2003. Um, and then there's a bunch of other stuff. Um, oh, actually, they, they refer to a bit of GIS sites. Okay. 
um, to the New Zealand primary mining um, and references to the Inspector General of Intelligence. So, yeah, I wouldn't say they actually have anything about, um, well, they also, GIS is also general, general intelligence and security. Yeah, okay. Um, so, I would actually go a couple of, I don't know, one point. One point, okay. Um, for linking to other sites. So this is—I mean, this is in an, an unofficial poll, but you're, you're saying that the Greens have jumped by one point. Yes. Over National Labour and New Zealand first. first. Wow. I mean, this is this is better than election night special, Mark. Um, <laughs> now, who else have we got? Uh, the Opportunities Party. Uh, I'm going to quickly do that. GIS. Oh. No results. No right. results. No results. All right. Quickly do uh, act. And the answer is none. Right, so we have round one winner. If you care about GIS, vote green. I think that's uh, I think that's what we're saying. Is it what we're saying? We're not saying anything. No, no, we're definitely we're not. Not, we're we're not encouraging anyone to vote for anyone. We're just providing information that may direct your preference. Okay, so the next the next uh, search term here, because GIS might have been far too specific, is spatial. Okay. Okay, so I'm on the national site. Oh, interesting. Okay, so about 24 results. It's only about 24. We're not being specific, but about 24 results. Uh, just looking through, the word spatial is definitely there. <laughs> Come on. In what, in what context, Chris? Well, there's a number of different contexts. Um, now, quite a few of them refer to spatial plans of some description. So, the release of a proposed new spatial plan for, plan for the Haraki Gulf Marine Park. Right. Um, so it's just pres- it's not actually policy. It's not well, and it's just using the term spatial plan. At, at, yeah. All right. So how many results was that? That's twenty-four. Hang on, hang on. No, no, no. I found a couple here. Um, how can it, you find some more? Like you found different. No, no. Google? I'm reading through them. Um, right. It began with the release of the government's spatial framework and strategy. That's quite well, a good one. That's that's a point. That is a point, isn't it? I'm just I'm just going into the story. The government has a spatial plan and strategy. Taking a long time. <laughs> okay. All right. Come on, quick. Okay, sorry. Quick game. Good game is a quick game. Um, just having a quick look through the other few pages here. Come on. No, spatial plan is, is the main topic of right. discussion there. So how many results? Was it 24? 24, thereabouts, um, but only right. one point. On the Labour site, mm-hmm. they have eight. Oh, okay. And they all refer to spatial planning. Intensive spatial planning. Uh, this form of spatial planning. So they seem to use the word spatial planning and not without really going into it. I wish I knew what spatial planning was. Can you plan? Unspatially. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can. Well, if it's, it's, just the, it's just the geo form. It's uh, a form, okay. but geo. Okay. It's a plan, but it's spatial. Spatial. Okay. All right. Yeah. New Zealand first, Mark. If you, I, you're back on there straight away. I'm going to do um, greens. New Zealand uh, first. New Zealand first. Uh, struck out. Oh, it's not looking good for Winston, is it? Struck out. 
Green Party, nothing. I'm just checking if I spelt it correctly. Green Party had nothing. So they they have references to GIS sites, but nothing about special. No, I'm afraid not. No, not even any special plans. Right. Mm. Okay. Opportunities Party. Oh, Opportunities Party, they have four results. Special planning process, special planning process, special planning process. Use special planning. So special so, planning. So you you could say they're kind of um, I don't know. They're a watered down labour version. I don't know. <laughs> special Maybe you planning. couldn't see that. Um, so I've done act, and they are zero as well. So so we have a clear winner there. We have the nationals in the lead. I think. And without giving bias, I would almost give that two points. Okay. Because they actually have a spatial strategy. Yes, that is, that is and that—that's you know, like Labour do mention special planning, but don't really. I mean, I, I, I'm presuming they'll have a working group for that later. <laughs> okay, so I think—I mean, I think this is quite exciting, Mike. I think we're we're really getting to the nuts and bolts of, oh, of policies is, here. This is a ripper. Um, okay. okay, open data is the next one. Okay, um, I'm on the national sites. Whoa. Yeah. Open data. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Cut and ching. No, I haven't put it in uh, in quotes. I just see if that makes any difference. No, it's still good. Oh, I've, I've got 53 results, Mark. <laughs> That's really funny because uh, I've got 72. <laughs> okay, but uh, okay. Well, clearly there's there's room here to to, to do to more. negotiate. Uh, um, but lots of press releases about open data. And some of the most, I mean, June the 18th, 2017, New Zealanders will get access to more open data with 7.2 million earmarked for the next three years to speed up its release. Yeah, statistics. that's with statistics giving out their data. Well, that's Statistics that. Minister Mark uh, Michelle, uh, Mitchell, sorry, who um, I'm surprising he has Microsoft. the time. Yeah, I mean, he's CEO of Microsoft and he's also uh, a special minister. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, so they've done lots of pre- press releases. Um, they've also got open data and leadership. Um, that's they actually have. from 2015. But they've definitely been fronting open data as, as a government. December 2016, uh, the government is committed to open data and moving to an open by default model. Nice. Open data is a key in- indicator of a country's innovation. Uh, this is quite impressive, actually. I've never thought to do this before, but I'm, uh, that's quite impressive. <laughs> right, I have done labour. Okay. And um, they have one result Ooh. from 2014. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not brilliant. But, you know, they, they, uh, they have a big yeah. power for... And, well, no, and, and, and to actually rub a little bit of salt in that wound... This is it's 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 a reference. So they've referenced um, the DBH DBH Gov Housing and Construction Quarterly Open Data. Right. So they're not actually they've just referenced. Hey, we use them open data in our article from 2014. Hmm. Yeah, okay. So not a good look. Well, I've just searched. Uh, I've just searched the green. Uh, party website and we yes. have uh, one result okay 
Um, that's actually that's actually quite that's right. Um, what is it though? I'm just looking. <laughs> I hate to disagree. I found two, oh, but you? one okay. of them is um, Materia Ture asked the Prime Minister a question, and he responded, going, "Yeah, we're really into open spatial, open data. Have a look okay. at all the stuff." Okay, okay so that's the one I found. What's the other one he found then, Mark? Um, so the, this is the one where the Greens have released Research Science, Science and Technology Policy RS and T. Okay. Yep. And 22nd of March, 2017, and they've got some specific policy points, and then they've got some structures, which is a new model. Okay. Um, of what they want to see done and number 10 out of 10 on this list of structures promote open data and data sharing okay that's good and Take have point. all the results of publicly funded research published and held okay um, so yeah that's definitely better than labor okay I've searched uh, the opportunities party yes they have one result ooh there is an urgent need for more open and transparent government, starting with greater investment in open data and more independent evaluation of policies, etc., etc. Yeah, and that's why I'm fearless. last week, and I'm sure you did, Chris. Um, I was here. <laughs> Anne was so keen on open data and just releasing it and letting people understand it without trying to taint it in such a way. Uh, yeah. Because if the government's releasing the data, then everyone else can start analysing it and going, hey, what about this? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, how good was Anne? I know we're, we're jumping off. She was brilliant. <laughs> yes. Hope she doesn't start a podcast. Um, <laughs> so I have searched the ACT Party. Oh, yes. For open data. Yep. And they have returned no results. Now, um, we, we know uh, New Zealand First's policy on openness uh, open borders and so forth. So open data, Mark. <laughs> um, what have you found? On New Zealand First? Yeah. I thought you were doing that one. No. Oh, no, sorry, I have. I've done it already. Don't fear, I found three results. Oh, excellent. Um, actually, let's just research those because I'm not sure that was right. Come on, Mark. Quick, quick. Yeah. It, it, Google's doing a little trick. Um, so it found zero results for open data. Okay. And it found three results for open and data in the same sentence. Okay. But nothing to do, they're not to do with open data. It's like, government should be open and release the data. Okay. You know that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. okay, so how are we going to score that one? Um... Well, I mean, let's do it with facts, right? Because this isn't an opinion piece, this is facts. <laughs> well, we're trying to be non, non-partisan. We're, we're trying. Right. So when we searched the national site, we got between 50 and 70 results mm-hmm. of open data. Some of them press releases, but they have an open data strategy. Yep. We searched Labour and they had one result which was a reference to someone else's website who had open data from 2014. Not, not brilliant. We searched the green site and they had three, was it? Two, I believe it was, but Two. one was just oh, yes, a right. response. So they've had one, it's a point. <laughs> one was the National Party responding to the yeah, Green Party point. about open data. Yeah. So I don't even know if that's a point. That's a point, they've got, okay. yeah, they've got some reference to it. All right. 
your producer's oh, okay. party, they, they had a reference to it. They get a point. They do get a point. Uh, Acts don't get a point. And uh, New Zealand First don't get a point. No. So tallying that up, um, I believe we gave one point to Labour for uh, GIS. Well, uh, just in total, it's a win for National. It is, and of course, this is this is purely, you know, a uh, well fact-based. <laughs> yeah, fact-based, and our, our own pointing uh, point system. But um, <laughs> I actually find that that was quite interesting. Mark. Well, it's quite interesting. Um, what we'd like to do is hear from you if you uh, think we've missed some policies. It's a bill. Um, you know where we are. So, uh, <laughs> Bill Jacinda, Winston. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gareth. Of, yes. And James. Oh. James, yes. Yeah. Um, and ah, David. Yes. There we go. Uh, yeah, drop us a line. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And, and if you think we've we've searched your website incorrectly, um, then hey, we're we're more than willing to to search again. Uh, yes, blame Google. Blame Google. So there we go, uh, people. I thought that was that was quite good fun. Um, that was. Yeah. Uh, right. Shall we move on? We shall. We shall. So we haven't played in a while, Mark. Um, Export trip file, that is. Well, yes. I mean, after that hot uh, on-the-fly searching, I don't know how uh, Export trip file is going to stand up to the excitement, but I'm willing to give it a go if you are. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Export to shapefile. All right. Um, I'll I've almost start. forgotten the rules, Mark. It's been such you a long time. You can't forgotten the rules. I think, yeah. I mean, uh, to get to be fair to you, you're probably a bit burnt out from the prep you did for the International Music Conference. Yeah. And the few, t- well, I would I say challenges you had. A I've recovered a little bit. Yeah, okay. I, don't have been, I have been quite um, sick recently. All right. That's a shame. Mm. Um, all right, I'll start. So this is a game where we navigate around the ArcGIS toolbox, trying to box the opponent into a tool set and getting stuck so their only option is to export to shapefile as the last resort of spatial tools i think what we're gonna to have to do is a topic of the week sometime in the future because we get lots of people kind of going hey we kind of shapefile and perhaps we should mark perhaps we should yeah well um, if you'd like to come on though, yeah, that's also that's and challenge us to a game, game that would be great anyway sorry mark um you're starting, I believe you said. I am starting Mini 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 Mo. I'm going to start on Polygon Volume from the 3D while, Analyst toolset. Haven't had that in a while. Polygon uh, 3D Analyst. It's a nice open move. Gives it you does, space. Uh, but I'm going to go in hard and see if I can narrow your, your scope a little. Uh, visibility, also from the 3D Analyst toolbox. That should uh, push things out a bit, mate. All right. Well, I've seen this play before. I'm going to detect feature changes. I can't from, believe uh, I've got you into data, data management, management so quickly. But you know, I'm going to I'm going to chase you. Um, consolidate locator. A little bit of a blocking move there, Mark. Okay. <laughs> um, no, not really. Just oh, I'll confident. make mosaic layer. And leave, leaving you dangling uh, in there. I think I think I can go to remove feature class from topology. Still in data management. You haven't got me out of there yet. Ah. 
I was kind of hoping for that. Split line at Whoa, vertices. Three in a row, mate. Management tool. That's, that's almost a Redland slam. Yeah. Um, you have succeeded, though, in I'm pushing me out, it. unfortunately. Uh, that's actually a gutsy move. Um, uh, come, oh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't Go pressurize on. me like that. I know. I can. Uh, I'm high from our election results. Attributes. I, th I think that's that's spatial analyst. Compute segment. Yes, I'm familiar with the tool, and I will block you by make mosaic player back in the data management. You thought you were going to get out of that. Oh, unexpected. Oh. Uh, Okay, uh, recast, uh, reclass by ASCII file. Wow. Have you been drinking anything, Mark? You take, taking anything? Um, no, okay. No. No. Actually, there's another <laughs> anecdote I'll save for another week, but. Um, yeah. Uh, right. Short and simple shift. Data, data, that's four in a row, data isn't management. it? Far out. It is four in a row. Uh, well, I'm hoping. Yeah. I have uh, achieved. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, a Redland Slam. Ah, it's a little cocky to announce it before. Damn it. Uh, export to shapefile. Oh, very well played, sir. Very well played. That was, that was one of your best games. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I'm I'm quite pleased I'm with that. I'm not. Oh, that was <laughs> that was very good, Mark. No, honestly, I, yeah. Well, yeah, there's something to sit the weekend off well. I haven't lost you in such a long time. That's quite depressing. <laughs> yeah, and in that what you mean? Yeah, kind of manner. Whipped. Far out. Well, yeah, complete redland slam. I mean that's. It's kind well, of, very well done, yeah. Mark. Um, I, I, I can't complain. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to congratulate you on, on... Yeah, that was pretty good, mate. Pretty good. I'll yes. try and be gracious and say the, thank you. Do you reckon any of the politicians? I am doing a victory uh, dance, so... I mean, Mark... Yeah, I would have thought he... he Mark Mitchell, he mate. knows, right? Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I that's enjoyed this it. week's podcast. it. Um, yeah. Uh, it was good. We've shed some light on uh, a bunch of different news stories. Which political party you're going to vote for? Um, well, maybe, but maybe influenced well, you. Or just provided you with more information, more information to make a sounder choice. I like to think. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and on, and on that note, um, goodbye, Mark. Have, have a good weekend. Goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, <coughs> listeners. See you next week.